Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. So I was actually going to skip today's episode and switch to a different topic, mainly because I feel really guilty posting uh, a, a whole a whole episode on how to survive the rest of winter with toddlers when here in the Midwest, we have had the most beautiful February, like hands down. We have just been so blessed with weather in the 50s, the 60s, um, like high 60s, like no jackets needed 60s when you go to the park. And so it's just been really mild and gorgeous and amazing. Um, so I feel really guilty for my listeners, like in Maine and the Pacific Northwest, um, in Michigan, like places where like it's probably legitimately like very cold um, and still getting a ton of snow. And it's not to say that we didn't get our fair share of ice storms and snow. Um, we've we had a really frigid January and like to the point where like going outside was just a non-starter. So that's actually how today's episode was born. Um, because looking back at that period, it was, it was hard. I had all three kids at home. Winter break lasted like what felt like two months. It was just a lot. So I wanted to share survival tips, um, because it's only, late February, we still have a solid month, maybe six more weeks or so before the weather starts to kind of like, just, you know, turn into spring. Because again, these things do not happen on the equinoxes uh, to the date. So um, yeah, let's just talk about it. So you're listening to episode 118 of The Raw and the Cooked. I'm your host, Dara Boxer. And today we're going to talk about how to survive the rest of winter with toddlers at home. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Raw and the Cooked, a weekly podcast that provides simple routines around the home, plus raw and honest book reviews. My name is Dara. I'm a Midwestern stay-at-home mom to three young kids, and I thrive on simplicity. So before we get into my list of of things to help with the rest of winter, um, because you know I love a good list, let's first discuss what is so hard about winter. So besides the obvious, it's just really cold. Um, It is hard to move about your day and do things, um, especially things that involve outside events like running errands, picking up groceries, transporting groceries from a very cold parking space or your very cold garage into your home. Um, It requires a lot of outdoor gear, hats, jackets, scarves, mittens. And if you're carrying multiple little children with you, that is like a hat, a scarf, a jacket, and mittens for every single person. Um, It's hard enough running errands alone with little kids, like let alone adding all of those layers, all of those factors. You know, we're standing in a very cold parking lot trying to buckle and unbuckle kids. Um, The jackets are constantly in the way. Uh, You have a higher chance of losing like a mitten or a hat. It's just a lot of stuff to remember. Um, so yeah, it's just hard. And I'm a big believer in getting outside no matter the weather. Like there is a Swedish saying that, um, there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad clothing, but that's not necessarily true when it is like, it is like four degrees and it is windy and there's like no sun. It's just hard. Also, another factor that is, I feel like in my opinion, not talked about enough is how little sunlight there is in winter, right? Like the sun sets 
a lot earlier. It's like very dark at like 4 p.m. and it's just hard, right? Like it, there's something really depressing about uh, your kids having like an afternoon snack and the sun is setting and like you, and then you have to do dinner and it's just, it's just a drag. It really, really is. But what I started to pay attention to this month, um, mainly because my daughter has chess lessons um, on Tuesdays at 5.30 and I've noticed, and so those began the first week of January and they go through the end of February. So um, when we originally started driving out there um, in the beginning of January, we were driving and like going to chess practice at, you know, we left at like 5.15 and it was like pitch black. Like I was driving in the dark. It was really depressing. And now that it's like mid to late February, um, the sun is like still out, out on our way to chess and it's really nice. So I think that's just something to remind myself is that like, it's not that bad and, and things start to get a little bit brighter uh, as we get a little bit closer to the summer solstice, which is really exciting and just like it's here, it's coming. But anyway, so yeah, those are just some of like the challenges I find with winter. It's just hard to like go about daily life with all of this cumbersome extra gear that you need to keep yourself warm, to keep your children warm. Um, you know, God forbid you have to go to like more than one store in a day. Um, it's just tough. Um, I personally, I used to say I was more of a cold person than a hot person. Like I rather, I rather be winter than summer. I don't really like sweating, but with little kids, I'm starting to appreciate the opposite is true. Summer is way more enjoyable. Um, snacks and meals and activities can just be outside literally all day. Like it's just really awesome. And so what if you get a little sweaty, it's like not a big deal. Whereas like the cold is hard. Like we don't really, it's like too hard to eat outside. Um, it's just depressing. It's snowy. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just been weird. So I'm like, I'm like now more of a summer person, which is very shocking to me. But anyway, so yeah, those are, those are what is hard. That is what is hard about winter. Um, and it's long, it's a whole season, right? Like, it's not like you just have to bear with it for like a couple of weeks. It's like a whole thing, right? So yeah. All right. So let's get into it. Here's some of my survival tips for winter. So number one is to invest in some high quality indoor pieces like a kid's trampoline, a play kitchen, a climbing triangle, maybe a slide, a blow up bounce house, a nugget, a tent, ride on cars. Uh, I have a friend who has like an indoor balance beam, like a whole like gymnastic set, uh, swings that you can hang from door frames, like just invest in some pieces because unfortunately with winter, a lot of times we are inside more than we like to be. Um, and it can feel a little cooped up. Um, so I personally love just like my kids go wild. Um, for about an hour or so with like a bounce house or setting up forts or an obstacle course or making, um, pretending to be animals and, and making the couch cushions into like animal habitats, like just figure it out. Like big, big pieces I think can go a long way. Um, and yes, it's a little bit of an investment, but I'm guessing if you have small kids, you probably already have a lot of these things. And so part B of that is to move them around and move them into new spaces or change up the location. Um, a lot of times or over winter break, we were home a lot, uh, mainly because our little baby had, um, ear infection after ear infection. And I didn't, he was just too crabby to take out on our adventures. Um, so 
there was a solid week where I just kind of stayed home, cared for him while also trying to occupy my two older toddlers. And it was really hard, um, but we moved some things around. We have a nugget couch um, and we have a lot of those pieces that I just mentioned and I just switched it up. I brought them up from our basement playroom into our living room. And for whatever reason, it really just refreshed the space and made it more exciting for them. Or I took a piece and put it in their room as opposed to in the basement playroom. Um, nothing like too heavy or too crazy. Like obviously I had to be able to lift it myself, but, um, yeah, just sometimes little small changes like that can make a big difference. And then piggybacking off of that, I'm still going to advocate for a toy rotation. Now is a really excellent time because we've all uh, probably been swamped and over gifted things for Christmas. Um, so now is an excellent time to bag up some of the older stuff and sort of like make some swaps. And even if you don't know which toys to put away, bring them into new spaces. You'd be surprised. There was a solid couple of weeks where my son like wasn't really playing with his magnetiles too much. So I just brought them into a different room and all of a sudden it's like fresh and fun again. So sometimes even just like a toy, um, not like a real rotation, but just, you know, a rotation of where they are in your house makes a big difference. Okay. So, um, I think we're on number three. Or is that number four? I don't know. Um, but either way, snack breaks are good for everyone. And just to keep it healthy, like stock up on fruits and vegetables and hummus and nuts and smoothies and just have really solid, healthy snack items. Um, I, I think we all know that just filling our kids up with uh, carbs and just things that have like very low nutritional value, uh, leads to a blood sugar crash and even crankier children. Um, so I strongly encourage to keep the snacks on the healthier side. Okay. So, um, this is my next tip is sort of like a break glass. Like things are really not going well. Um, the power of water. So sometimes like a midday bath is just the perfect activity just to kill an hour. Um, and again, rotating bath toys can make a big difference. Um, I personally love to collect all of those like shitty little plastic gifts that were given, um, or just like that my kids collect somehow, um, and just use those for bathtub toys. Um, that way I just like barely have to see them. They're just like in the bathroom basket. Um, and that's that. So yeah, um, I have a, another friend who loves to do popsicle baths, um, shaving cream. Uh, we were recently gifted Crayola, like bubble bath art that you can like draw on the bathroom or like the tub walls. Um, so just like little teeny things like that can make a big difference. And kids love water. And I think that's what I'm so looking forward to with spring and summer is just to get our water table out, the hose, the sprinkler, the little kiddie pool, all those fun things. Um, but in the winter, that's obviously not possible. So the next best thing is a bath. Um, in our old house, we, my husband and I had a really nice walk-in shower. Um, and we used to just turn on the water and just like let the kids play for like an hour in our shower. Uh, luckily we're in Missouri where water is incredibly cheap. So who cares? Um, and it was just really fun. So yeah, if you have the availability showers, uh, baths and just daytime stuff, but again, I usually resort to that as like a break glass situation. Okay. So my next tip is to invest heavily in really good arts and craft supplies like Play-Doh, coloring books, markers, crayons, uh, paint sticks, 
books, construction paper, sticker books, a colorful masking tape, a painter, like a roll of like a, oh my gosh, what is that called? It's just like a big, thick roll of like white paper that your kids can draw on. Um, just make it fun, make it exciting. Um, unfortunately, our youngest toddler, he is 17 months old and he just gets into everything, which is tough. And like, he's too young for arts and craft supplies. So if I can occupy him in a different space, I'm happy to let my older toddlers go wild and do whatever they want as far as arts and crafts are, are concerned. Um, it really makes, um, they just love to color and do whatever. Um, I have it accessible for them in our pantry on like low shelving that they can reach themselves. Um, but it, again, it has to be behind closed doors because our baby, um, he's kind of a wild, crazy person. So yeah. Okay. So my next tip, and again, this just talks about, uh, the Scandinavian saying no bad weather, just bad clothing. And I, typically believe in that. However, living through the January that we lived through where we were like in single digits and plus wind, like high wind chill factor, like no, there, there is bad weather. <laughs> I definitely do not go outside on days like that. Um, it's also hard because I love to take a daily stroller walk with the kids. And a lot of times, um, my kids like to snack in the stroller while we're, you know, I'm just getting my walk in and, um, it's really hard for them when it's like windy and their hands are bare so they can like pick up little snacks and eat in the stroller. Um, so like wet fingers plus like cold wind, it just equals like a miserable time. Um, um, so it's hard, it, it is hard to get that walk in. Um, so to kind of, uh, combat that, I do recommend setting up a home gym if possible, right? Like the best type of workout is your own body weight. So like squats, squats, lunges, push-ups, um, planks, just things that you can do with your own body weight. Um, but if you have the availability, like also a, a set of hand weights goes a really long way. Um, and again, just more squats, lunges, um, push-ups, like all of those those very simple, uh, but very effective workouts. Um, and again, just recommend moving your body even like 10 minutes a day makes a humongous difference for your mental state of mind, uh, sleeping for, I mean, we all know exercise is good for you, so I don't need to like sell you on that. Um, but something that I did recently, we finally signed up for our local municipality's gym, which thank God has a childcare center from eight to 11. So um, I just have to sign up my kids, uh, whoever's home with me during whatever day. And that has been fantastic. Um, I get to go, I get to drop them off in the kids center um, for up to two hours. I get to work out alone, uninterrupted. I don't have to worry about, uh, you know, who needs what, or if someone needs a snack or like someone crawling under me while I'm doing a plank. Um, so that has been really nice, but on days where we don't do that and we're just home, um, I know that my plan B, um, if it's way too cold to go on a walk is my like little home gym situation. So that's been really great. Okay. So another break glass, uh, another break glass situation, um, is the fun and joy of loading up the kids in the car, um, with no hats, no gloves, no jackets, just straight in the car, uh, doing a target pickup run 
then a car wash, and then a coffee slash donut drive-thru. Uh, those three errands can kill up to an hour, and it's sort of a blast for everyone, right? Like, we just get to sit there, we get to listen to good music, we get uh, a car wash in, which is good. You always need that in the winter, because just, you know, like ice and salt gets on your car. It's just kind of yucky. Uh, Target pickup, so like win-win there, and then like win-win-win, you get a coffee, and the kids get donuts, um, even though I know I just said to keep the snacks healthy, but still. Um, so yeah, that can be a really good option. And then no one has to like bundle up and it's fabulous. Okay. So another uh, recommendation is memberships to children's museums or indoor play places. Um, also the library is a fantastic resource because it's free and they usually have story time and really wonderful children's programming. Um, so just see what's in your area, you might be surprised. Um, we are so spoiled here in St. Louis. There are so many different fantastic indoor play places and children's museums and things to take the kids to. So I feel like on any given day, we have a ton of different options. So I feel very, very blessed for that. Um, and then of course, another tip is to, uh, do, do something that you look forward to or sort of like sort of like resets you and gives you something to enjoy in the afternoon. Like maybe it's making your favorite tea or coffee or resting during your toddler's rest time or just laying down or just relaxing. Like it's winter, things should be calm and easy and we don't want to overexert ourselves. So, you know, just do whatever you need to do and just know that like a lot of times, in nature, wintering is a verb. It's a whole thing. And we should really just like come into ourselves, kind of like reflect and like the time for like excitement and busyness and like go, go, go energy. It's like spring and summer. It's not so much like this time. Um, so like if you have the option, sleep in, don't set alarms, just like take it slow, like take it easy. Like this is the season to do it. Um, there's something really beautiful and exciting about that. And then my last tip is to take winter one day at a time, one time block at a time, one meal at a time, right? Like winter with little kids can be really hard. You're cooped up a lot. Um, it's just tough. I remember one um, one winter day last year, uh, my friend and I, we both had little babies around the same age. And after like days on end of just being like cooped up because of the weather, we said, you know what? Screw it. Let's just bundle everyone up. Um, and we went for a very long stroller walk in one of our favorite parks and it was totally worth it. It was hard. A lot of people were like screeching and crying, but the fresh air was just so good. And like, it just, it just kind of gave like a fresh, like burst of energy for the rest of the week. And so again, just wanted to encourage you to get out there even when it's hard, even when it's super cold, um, it, it just makes a difference and just like re-energizes you. But know that spring is coming. Uh, warmer weather is on the horizon. The sun is setting later every day, um, really until like the end of June. And that's exciting. So yeah, I hope this episode helped. Um, 
I know that we can all go a little crazy in the wintertime, but just sort of to like maybe look at it as a way to like recharge and refresh our minds and our souls. So we're like ready to emerge in the spring and the summertime as like a new you, if that makes any sense. Okay, friends, hang in there. We're almost there. It's almost spring uh, and I'll see you back here next week.